This is a JT exclusive interview. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. And of course, as you know, my name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. And again, thank you so much for all of your support. I really, really do appreciate it. You can listen to this show exclusively on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and all of my links and platforms are there. You can also watch the full episodes and clips, behind the scenes, exclusive content at my YouTube channel. Just type in onairwithjt. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and everything is right there. And of course, if you are a business owner, a brand, a company, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, my social media platforms, and my new podcasts that are launching this year, then send me an email. Of course, serious inquiries only. You can email me at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Yes, sir. You are listening to On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. Caution, you are listening to On Air with JT, a fully uncensored, raw, and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck. You are listening to On Air with JT, pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about, and so much more. This is On Air with JT. You are listening to On Air with JT. How's it going, everybody? You are listening to On Air with JT, and I have a very special interview with Paul of Grammy-nominated multi-platinum band Smash Mouth. Paul, how are you doing today? Fine, thank you. How are you? Ah, not too bad. Another day, another dollar, right? Yes, indeed. (laughs) Good to talk Uh, to you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on the show. I really appreciate it. You know, obviously, I'm a big fan, and you know, I'd just love to just ask you a few questions and pick your brain on you know, a few things. Um, I, I have to ask you, though, because there's not that much information that I, when I was doing some research, what were some of your early music influences? Like what, what, what bands or artists like really got you into music to be like, OK, this is what I want to do with my life? Well, you know, um, when I was, you know, when I was younger, um, you know, when I was like a, a young teenager, punk rock was really starting to happen. And I was like, you know, I, I was like a more of a hard rocker before that. Like, 
you know, I was into like Aerosmith and Van Halen and all those bands. And then all of a sudden I discovered like X and the Circle Jerks and, you know, Black Flag and um, the Buzzcocks and the Sex Pistols and all those bands. And I kind of kind of went down that road. Okay. Um, so it's kind of I kind of both. I have kind of a classic rock background and a punk rock background as well. You know, alt rock, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. So in the early 90s, you were a member of the band called the Lackadaddy. I was in Lackadaddy, yeah. Greg, yeah. Greg Camp and I were uh, members of a band called Lackadaddy, yeah. Nice. So so basically in, what, 94, you guys yeah, formed like Smash Mouth? Okay. Yeah. In 93, it was fun because it was kind of like, I wouldn't call it new metal, but it was like very much like, more like Rage Against the Machine or like the Beastie Boys around then, yeah. you know? It was kind of like a... Like a like more of a street like you know it was a lot of fun but it was kind of a it wasn't really built to last it was kind of a one trip pony but you know we did pretty well actually we you know uh, sold out the Cactus Club a couple times but that's where Greg and I kind of became musical partners. Oh, okay, I see. So when you guys like formed, you know, ninety four, ninety three, and you know, you guys started you know performing and you know writing music and um, all of that. Did you, in your mind, looking back, reflecting, think that everything would blow up? You know, even though it took, you know, a few years, but like still, like, did, did you think that there was a, a good chance, you know, deep down inside that, okay, I think we, I think we got something here. Here's what I thought. When I started working with Greg, with Greg Camp, mm. as early as Lockett Eddie, that's what I, I knew in the back of my mind. I know. I don't know what's going to happen, but something's going to happen here. Like, mm. I just knew when I started with Greg, when Greg and I got together, he was such a, there's, there's a ton of great musicians around here in the, in the Bay Area, you know, like there is everywhere. But there's very few songwriters of, of his level. He was at a different, his, it was his songwriting that got, and together, us together, you know, it just, we were just one after another, we were just coming up with these songs that I thought were really, so I just thought we, you know, we had this secret, it seemed like, you know, yeah. like we wanted that we wanted to tell everyone. But yeah, when I started working with Greg, that's when I, I didn't think it would blow up like a kid, yeah. but I, I was pretty sure we were going to get a record deal, you know. Definitely. Yeah. But I mean, then, like, I, I don't, I mean, I mean to cut you off. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. That was okay. um, just like, just when the Astro Lounge came out, like when you guys were in the process of, you know, recording it, you know, um, did you guys know, it's probably a stupid question, but did you guys know just by hearing All Star and, you know, everything, just like, okay, th th this is, this is, this is going to blow up. Like, this is well, something special. Yeah. Well, for Astro Lounge, it was kind of interesting because we had to write that one on the road. Our first record, Fushy Mang, um, had done really well you know it sold over like two million mostly on the single walking in the sun yeah and we've been song. on tour for a year you know we went around the world and greg was smart enough to know as soon as the first album started you know blowing up that um you know like they, the old saying you have your whole life to write your first album and six months to write your seven yeah. and then your second so he he got on it really quick and we started writing right away so we were prepared for when that tour cycle was over, you know, we had a lot of songs for, for Astro Lounge already done. And then we had, you know, like six months of literally, you know, to, to get it all together. And we had this house up in the Santa Cruz Hills and it was a really special time. It was like, um, you know, we'd had some success and we were kind of on a roll. Mm. So 
All Star, and then and then the morning comes. The two kind of hit songs from the, the the record were written at the last minute. We thought the album was done. Wow. And then at the last minute, they wanted two more songs, and they were All Star. And I knew they were good songs. We were kind of on a roll, but I didn't think that, you know, um, they would they would blow up like they did. You know, it just it's weird. Back then, there wasn't so much internet stuff, and you're on the road, and you don't really know. You kind of know things are going well, but you don't you know it, it's not until you kind of get home that even the dust settles that you realize what what it actually did you know <laughs> yeah definitely so so there was a possibility that all-star wouldn't have even been on the album oh yeah we wow. thought we were done with the album and then um tom wally who was the president of interscope and also our a and r guy you know uh talked to us in, in great specific you know give me two more i know you got a, a, a hit in you and, and greg was a little bit um missed by that but then he accepted the challenge mm. and you know he accepted it uh, and he stepped up big time you know <laughs> yeah definitely um and then just with you know obviously the you know charting on the billboard and you know multi-platinum having was it like kind of like a surprise call or you know when you found out about you know having the music in the movie shrek like was that kind of like a little like yeah. surreal at first or like were you like yeah that was that was surreal that that happened a little bit later mm. it felt to me like like fushy bang and astro lounge were almost like uh two sides of the same coin like we we uh because we were on a roll we were just writing songs and that that just those just happened to be the next batch as okay. far as shrek went we were already working on our third album when that whole thing came along and our producer eric valentine just came into the big room in the studio where Michael Urbano and Greg and I were recording basic tracks and asked us if we knew I'm a believer, you know, by Neil Diamond. And we worked up a version in like half an hour and recorded it really quick and then just kind of wow. forgot about it. And then, you know, cause you know, it was like, they're making a movie about this green order. You know, we didn't know it would be the biggest movie in the history of the universe, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. Just to be, a, I, I can only imagine just be a part of a song that, you know, is in such a big movie that's still, you know, relatable and, you know, people watch it to this day and love it, you know, uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a cool accomplishment as well. Yeah. And it was like a year later, you know, like, <laughs> we, were like yeah. we just kind of recorded the song just kind of, you know, forgot about it. And then, but I do remember one thing in the studio was Eddie Murphy is a very good singer. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Did you have, <laughs> did you have the opportunity, opportunity to meet him or? No, I didn't meet him, but he okay. was in the studio. I wasn't there that day, but. He did. He did vocals on at the end towards the end of I'm a Believer. He, he can really sing. Yeah, some. I think there's like some of his older like music there's on YouTube. I, I think I came across some stuff. Like he actually can sing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah he really is. <laughs> now you, you said like you guys were you know just putting out you know writing out writing so much music and just on a roll and especially during you know everything blowing up and all this success. And I'm sure there were so yeah. many moments, but was there one defining moment that like resonates to you to this day where you like, oh shit, like we made it. Um, like, like, we there was a it. couple. Yeah. Like the first time I saw our video on MTV, you know, for walking in the sun. Mm. And I remember also once we, it was early in our touring and, and I, uh, I, I went to, you know, I went over to Greg's uh, hotel room 
I think it was Steve were in the hotel room, and they had, they'd ordered steak and lobster from room service. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was like that was so outrageous to be yeah. like, well, what do you mean you guys got? Oh, okay, it's like that. Oh, we get steak and lobster now. You know, I don't right. know. I, for some reason, I remember that. Like, <laughs> it's just like that's the thing. They're sitting there eating steak and lobster. I'm like, wow, okay, so that's like that now. <laughs> Life is different now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to take a lobster. <laughs> um, so um, I'm actually about to interview Zach soon, which I'm very excited about. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so what do you, are you guys currently working on anything or have any upcoming shows or anything? Yeah. We can yeah. Plug? We have a lot. We're working, you know, we're, um, we have a new single coming out called Underground Sun, and it's going to be, it's going to be like a double single that and this other song called Better Believer. Okay. Um, and, now that Zach's in a band, we're able to get a lot more done. Like we're able to, you know, record again. So everyone's everyone's just real happy right now. And the, the band morale is very high, and, and everyone's in good spirits, and it's a good time. I'm really happy to hear that. I'm really excited to hear the new music, the new projects, and hopefully, yeah, Zach's, hope, Zach's just great. Yeah, Zach's I'm, re- I'm really excited great. to talk to him because I just seen that he, you know, he lived in Massachusetts for a little bit, and I didn't know that. Now I'm from Boston, so. I definitely want to talk to him about that. Um, but yeah, um, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Paul, for coming on the show. And if, yeah. when you guys yeah, come on you. tour, if you come to the Boston Northeast, I'm definitely, I'll definitely be at a show. And I wish you guys the most success and happiness this year. Yeah, yeah I, love, I love Boston, man. I hope we're there soon. <laughs> yeah, it's a great city. Thank you so much, Paul. Okay, thank you, JT. Nice talking to you. Likewise. Say hi to Zach for me. I will. Thank you. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. And of course, as you know, my name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. And again, thank you so much for all of your support. I really, really do appreciate it. You can listen to this show exclusively on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and all of my links and platforms are there. You can also watch the full episodes and clips, behind the scenes, exclusive content at my YouTube channel. Just type in onairwithjt. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and everything is right there. And of course, if you are a business owner, a brand, a company, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, my social media platforms, and my new podcasts that are launching this year, then send me an email. Of course, serious inquiries only. You can email me at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Yes, sir. You are listening to On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. Caution, you are listening to On Air with JT, a fully uncensored, raw, and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck.
You are listening to On Air with JT. Pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about, and so much more. This is On Air with JT. You are listening to On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com.